Sunday, poor back. Thursday night, first show of the year. Uh, we're in a little bit of a state of limbo as sports fans. Not quite to the postseason yet, but past the official holiday season. Uh, first things first, how many drinks have you had in January? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't counted, but three tonight. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure uh, where I stand. But no, it's it's not been – it's been wet. Yeah, I had I actually – I had three on January 1st. All right. <laughs> and I actually yeah. have not had one. I have not had one since. I don't think um, I, I didn't have anything on the first. I mean, not, not after midnight doesn't count. No, after midnight clearly doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. But I don't think anything on the first itself. Uh, Tay might actually been the first day since then. Uh, that might, I don't know if I had a glass. I don't remember. I might have had a glass of wine at some point. I don't remember. It was a dry 10% of January. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's not dry, dry. I'm not going for any records here. No. No. I was thinking about it. Like, how long could you actually go? And then I was like, the longest I could, well, I already had one on the first, so that's out the window. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> like, the longest I could go, not counting the first. I mean, I got to do a toast on Sunday, so it's like. <laughs> yeah, unless you're using a dummy glass. Yeah, I wouldn't be right. It's bad luck. Yeah, bad luck for worse luck for you, but bad luck for everybody. If I like try to trick people on like a FaceTime yeah. toast, that would yeah. be that's just bad karma. You ever see there's a uh a Seth Myers segment he does like he's at the late night show. He does like I caught on YouTube a couple times where he does uh day drinking with a celebrity. Okay. And I'm sure, like, I think they get, I know, actually, I could tell they get drunk, but they do a lot of drinking. I just, I, there's got to be a couple of dummies in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Seth Myers. I mean, I know they're drunk, though. I could tell they're drunk. Like, you could tell they get, they're getting drunk. Like, it's hard to fake that. But, you know, there's a couple of dummies in there for the camera. What, uh, like where do they do it at a bar? Yeah, it's just some empty bar, and they they'll ask them a bunch of questions, play some like drinking games, make some ridiculous mixed drinks. How famous are we getting for celebrities? So, the one I watched today was Rihanna. Oh wow! Yeah, so huge. Seth Meyers got Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, to drink with him mid- middle of the day. While his wife That's and kids a- were at home, like a real yeah. Gabon. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's pretty impressive. I couldn't yeah. even. I can't picture Rihanna going on like the the because Seth Myers is still like late late night, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Pic- I couldn't picture Rihanna going on like Colbert or, I guess I'm maybe sure Kimmel. I'm sure she's been on Colbert. You think? Sure she, I mean, on all those, whatever. I mean, they're all the same thing. Like Kimmel, Fallon, Colbert. It's just a matter of who you're going to. I don't know. I never see her make public appearances. I was surprised she's doing. She's drinking with Seth Meyers in the middle. I don't of know that. what. I don't know what it was. It wasn't yesterday. Yeah, it could have been like ten years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. I've seen uh, Will Forte and Dua Lipa and her. Um, there's one like with his mom. Uh, I can remember right now. He got Dua Lipa to drink midday too. Yeah, that one I think is recent. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, it is because they talk about Houdini. There's reason. Why? Why is Houdini in the news? That's her, that's her new song. <laughs> oh, all right. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> Real? I, I thought I figured you would have it on loop by now. No, I have not. After this, maybe during uh, between segment one and two. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, it's a. I mean, that's a cool segment to have. If you're doing, it's not the worst show. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, ridiculous mix. Like just. They'll do like a grab bag where they have like a, like one thing of mixers, one thing of alcohol, and one thing of I don't know, like wild card or whatever, and it'll just pick out like, oh, this is gin, and the mixer will be I don't know, fucking name something ridiculous, cold brew coffee or something, yeah, and, I just, and they'll like all put all that shit together, and that's how they that's one of the games they play, <laughs> just fucking disgusting. Okay, that's not, not that's not terrible by late night standards. No, 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 no. You late, late worse. night standards. You could do worse. And crazy thing is you see, I forget what it's been on, but I saw an ad for a new show called Stupid Petrix, which was a which was a Letterman segment. No, now, I haven't. It's now a TV. It's a whole, a whole show. They used to like take up, you know, seven minutes of a Letterman show, and now it's an entire show. Yeah, someone like bring their dog out and they would. Yeah, whatever. Dribble up basketball or something. I don't know. Earbud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now it's a whole show. Apparently he's a producer on it, apparently. But Sarah Silverman is the host. Oh, uh, okay. Sarah I Silverman. I can't imagine watching a half hour of that shit without Letterman. <laughs> I can't imagine watching a minute of that. It's the people I, that would be insufferable. I would watch a minute of it if it was part of a Letterman show and it was 1997, you know, or whatever. Right. Uh, it's like the people who just put all that time into training their pet to do, to do something like one, that. Yeah, get, get on TV for 30 seconds, yeah. And then you had to get on a plane. <laughs> get your pet <laughs> on a plane, yeah. Yeah, that's just thing. too much for me. I agree. And that's a cool, you know what? You want to bust out your, your dog's trick at like a party or something when everyone's drinking? Hilarious. Yeah. Late, late, late night. Late night. <laughs> yeah. You got to have like the TV first show. Nah. nah. The first wave of people has have to left, has well, would have to leave your party because you want everybody that's there to be on like a, the, another level up. Yeah. To be showing off your dog tricks. You're a little desperate nah. if you're doing it for early in the party. Nah, you can't lead with it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be like, well, wait a second, guys, I got to show you this. Blow everybody's mind when they're all fucked up. Right, right. Fourth quarter. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, maybe somebody smoking a joint over there is like, oh, now you got to pull it out because the stone guys are, you know, edibles have kicked in, guys are high on whatever they're smoking. Yeah. Everything is going to be magnified at that point, and your dog's trick is going to go from like a five to an eight. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't really been on social media recently. Uh, I ventured back in the past couple of days, though. Um, there's see, more. Did you see? I was gonna take a guess. Well, no, just it's feuds. I've run into a few feuds that I did not expect to see recently at all. Personal feuds, or um, witness witness them. Not personal, no, like personal your, feuds. Feuds, social media feuds, nothing to do with me. Okay. There's sports-wise, 
We have the Yukon St. John's. We got, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you saw that where they want to play a Carnesecca next year. I Patino wants yeah. to play Carnesecca. Uh, Hurley's got a problem with that, so there's a little back and forth there. All I saw that Hurley said was like, "We're not worried about next year." I didn't. I, I didn't know. He went a little more all in than that. He was like, "When you're successful as we are, that blah blah blah, that kind of bullshit." UConn since the two thousand, since two thousand, St. John's hasn't been very good. Blah blah. All he kind of went a little more in than that. Okay, I didn't read that, but all right. But I mean, you got to play Karn second because too many UConn fans go to the fucking garden. So go go to Karn second. I'm fine with going to Karn second. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you'd have a problem. I didn't think you'd have a problem with it. Yeah. Um. There's a uh, Jimmy Kimmel Aaron Rodgers feud. Saw that one. Yeah, didn't that one. I, that. I, I didn't see that one coming. Aaron, I. Aaron Rodgers was kind of finally like in a place where I didn't mind him that much. And now he just goes and spits like, like I don't, like, I'm not here to defend Jimmy Kimmel. I don't give a fuck if he was on Epstein's plane or not. I mean, I, I would mind if he was on it, but I'm not here like being like, Oh, don't attack Jimmy Kimmel. I don't give a fuck, but just such a dumb statement to make for no reason. Like why pull him out of this? Is a lot of people should be scared, especially that Jimmy Kimmel. Like what? What are you talking about? Are you batshit insane? Like, are you crazy just doing this? Like, what do you think? Well, I, I think Kimmel has gone at him in the past. Oh, has at he? Rogers. Yeah. So that's why Kim, that's how Kimmel gets his revenge. You say, if you don't like give him a soft landing spot, like Pat McAfee, going to be all of a sudden going to be a pedophile. That's his story. Yeah. I, all I can go by is what I saw on Twitter. And that was uh, Kimmel made a joke when uh, he tested for positive. He tested positive for COVID a couple of years ago. <laughs> so he's on Epstein Island with like three-year-olds or whatever? I think that's like an internet rumor to begin with <laughs> that's like floating around. We might have talked about this before, but the craziest one that came out the past couple of days was Stephen Hawking being on there. What the fuck is he doing there? I don't know, man. That's wild. That's He's nuts. a real sicko. He's a yeah. real sicko. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the underage aspect of it all, I'd have a little more respect for him. <laughs> Brilliant genius that he was. But being minors and everything kind of goes out the window. That's just a guy with too much money and just too – it's not right. Stephen Hawking couldn't just go to, like, scores, though, right? Couldn't just roll, literally roll into scores. <laughs> couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't know who he was, first of all. But somebody, somebody would know who he was. That's ah, uh, somebody would know. Somebody there, maybe not an employee. I don't know. I think you're underestimating the clientele or overestimating the clientele at a scores. I don't know. Stephen Hawking is pretty famous. You think you'd know him firsthand? Like, or would you have to do a second take? And that's that's probably the best thing he's got going for him is somebody in that situation you're not going to want to stare. That's what I'm you, saying. Like I'm not sure I would definitely know. That's probably fair. Because you're going to go to someone and be like, "Is that Stephen Hawking?" And you're yeah. going to be like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Dark. You have to do like the. It's going like, to be dark. You know. He's just going. <laughs> yeah, it's going to. Yeah, not going to be. 
I don't know if I necessarily would. I would definitely like my attention would be drawn to somebody in his situation. Yeah. In that situation. <laughs> yes. But I don't like you can't I can't stare too much. Unless he was like talking to the girls. He'd be talking. <laughs> be doing a lot of yapping. He's got a yeah, he's got a pretty distinct voice. Right, but I'm sure there's a lot of people in that. Right, but if he's vocal, then it's a little more easy. It's a little easier to stare, a little less awkward. Like oh, he's being the the maniac. Yeah, but with that said, I totally believe. Like he's like, I totally believe he'd be there <laughs> at Epstein Island. I uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't I don't have any reason not to believe it. Is there like an official list? Are we ever? Is there ever going to be like? We're not going to get like an actual list, I right? Think the, I think names are coming out slowly. I don't quite know how it's happening or why it's going so slowly. Someone's just got to put this shit on like an Excel for me to read. The only per, the only person accused of anything so far that's on that's been released is Prince Andrew. Like David Copperfield's on the list, but he's not accused of doing anything wrong. He just did magic mm-hmm. tricks at a dinner. Wow. Which is which is wrong on some other levels, but he's lucky that it's tied up with this bullshit. I mean, that's <laughs> all he did. He didn't he didn't hang out afterwards. Get it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. What are we talking about? For like, how young were these girls? Has that come out? Underage, like high know. school? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I know there's. I don't know. Uh, the, mean, the wrong, wrong is wrong, you know. The prince the crime Andrew, is a crime. But the Prince like, Andrew one, I think, was like sixteen, seventeen. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. The girl that did she come? Did she come forward? Uh, yeah, I think she's been. I think she's like married and has maybe has kids. I don't know. Okay, I mean, it's not. There is a difference between like sixteen and eight. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's a crime. Either yeah, way. It's yeah, there's a there's right. You're a scumbag. Um either way. I know exactly why, what you're saying. Why couldn't he just have like it's bad. Why couldn't he have had like an of age island? Be- Wouldn't that have just made more sense? It's, it's Vegas. Or well Miami, or Miami. Yeah, but that's not secluded though. These people are fucking perverts like the worst kind of perverts right like i need to i can go get of age pussy anywhere i need to i need to just i need to have some like secluded underage right to that's really why, that's like why, get the juice flowing right oh yes yeah, disgusting <laughs> it's um disturbing yeah i want to see know, like the fact this was going on you know like We'll say from the '90s until now, or, or the '90s until the mid 2000s, whenever it all kind of went down. It yeah, kinda, it just makes you wonder, like, what was going on before? Like, what was Crazy happening? How, like, who was doing this in the '80s and the '70s and the '60s? Like, who was uh, who's first of all, who was the person in charge of all this? Right? Who was like who was the Epstein of the decades prior? And who are the fucking sickos that are on those lists? Because this isn't this isn't new to like the nineteen ninety on. Like Jeffrey Epstein didn't invent this shit. No, he didn't there was a there's a need there's a need for this prior. 
from these fucking rich, powerful scumbags. So who's like who's on the list from back in the day? Uh, oh, it's probably a lot of heavy hitters. I know. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Pres presidents. Well, yeah, pre of course. I mean, it starts with the presidents. William Howard Taft. <laughs> Maybe. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, you're not going to get sued by his people. He got stuck in a bathtub. I don't know what else he was capable of. Yeah, he was getting, they were trying to grease him out. That was part of his thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, so he's, so Epstein started this in like the 90s. So this is like pre internet. This is pre social media. I mean, I don't know. Imagine having a pedophilia guy. Like, who's your who's your pedophile? Like, having a weed guy. Brutal. Pedophilia guys. It's gross. Yeah. Like having to make the contact with that guy. It's yeah. It's, it's disgusting. But being like okay with it. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I want to. So, like, I've heard like Clinton's name rumored. Yeah, um, he's he's on the list. Yep. He's definitely on it. His name has trickled out. I think so. He's a uh, client 36 in the flight logs or something. <laughs> or not client 36. Uh, no, uh, is defend, it? Defendant 36. I forget what it is. Yeah, I've I've saw I've seen like little things on Twitter about it, but I haven't actually seen like a long. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, long like I said, it's, like I said, it's like really like trickling, trickling out slowly. They haven't done the whole thing. And like, it's, those are the names that I've heard. Basically, who got a who got a hold of this list? Journalist. Like I think it's like the DA in New York or something. Jesus. Yeah. And where yeah. did they fly out of? This is Epstein's know. private jet. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know where they flew out of, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's the flight logs. I think it's the flight logs, Epstein Island. Yeah. Oh man, the flight log. That's you got to have some foresight and be like, I don't know, I'll hit, get my own ride. I just said thing like taking pictures with the guy. Like, if you know what this guy's doing, like, why do you want to ever be seen with him in public, or have your name on the flight logs? Yeah, similar to like an old school weed dealer, where like, dude, you can come over for a little bit, but we're not like hanging out after this. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When the guy wants to hang out, it's very uncomfortable. When the, weed, coming over. when the weed dealer wants to hang out, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys how do you guys know each other? Uh Jeffrey uh he's helping me get my kids enrolled in public private school, something <laughs> schools. Yeah, Jeff over there, he sells insurance. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Brush it off. Christ almighty. That's just brutal. Yeah. Which one's Prince Andrew? One of the scumbags. Uh, I don't know. He's he he's the son of the queen, who died. And, son of the queen. And she like stripped him of his whatever titles. Before not, for, not for the yeah not for the pedophilia stuff right. No, I think so. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, imagine it was for something else. Uh, yeah. No, you got a, you got a DUI. He was seen in public <laughs> talking to a black guy. <laughs> Can't cannot have that image here. <laughs> How dare he? He stood by he stood by uh Harry and the and Merkel. Yeah. 
Oh man. So he's the brother of the other one, right? Uh what's him? What's his name? Who's Which, married to Diana? The king now? Charlie? Charlie, yeah. Man. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Man. Is there anybody less deserving of the king title? It's this fucking guy. Andrew or Charles? Okay, well, Andrew's probably less deserving, but Charlie, <laughs> Charlie's also pretty undeserving. Yeah. Prince Andrew, 63. He was married for 10 years, 86 to 96. Sarah, Duchess of York. Because we don't have last names there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember hearing about Sarah. Redhead. Not- okay. All right. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, when you're when you're a fucking royalty, you can you could hit above your uh, pay rate there. Right. They have alimony when you get. They gotta have alimony, uh, right? Get imagine divorced. collecting royal alimony. That's pretty sick. Sweet. Yeah, good for her. Maybe some yeah. child support. Do they have kids. Yeah, Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugene. It's like we're playing like fucking Super Mario over here. Like, the <laughs> They're all pretty ugly, man. The royalty, the royal family is all pretty fucking ugly. Those inbred cousin fuckers. Yeah, well, they they don't usually age all that well. I feel like when they're younger, they're okay, but when they age, like I don't know, something happens to their skin. But it's like the souls. They they don't have souls, so I mean, you don't have any kind of glow. Bad pigmentation, too. They're a little yeah. too white, and the sun just eats them up. There's not even that much sun over there, but the sun just devours them. Yeah, the teeth and the skin, they're all... They got... What did Turo have in that show? They got that. The skin condition that the Turo had. The night of? Yeah. That one? Yeah, they have, like, uh... Eczema? Eczema or something, yeah. I was say emphysema. <laughs> eczema? <laughs> I think it's eczema. Yeah, didn't he have that? You know, I feel like I feel like if you're a British royalty, you're born with that. Yeah, it's something. There's, you got issues. Man, I do not like the royal family at all. Any of them. They go go to fucking hell. No. You know, uh, do they realize how fucked up it is that they just get a free ride? And they're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to roll with it. Because only one of them walked away from it, and that guy gets shit on constantly. Where is he right now? I don't know. I don't care. But he <laughs> left, so good for him for leaving. Uh, is he in the U.S.? No, man. I don't know. They get so much shit. I just don't. I just don't care. Like people fucking shit all over them, and I have no idea why. And I don't. I don't care because I don't pay attention to them. Well, I think well, the, the the starter was when they left. They did like this. Almost like publicity tour of like, hey, we want our privacy, and which makes no sense. Right. But I give them credit for leaving because I mean, but we don't have to watch the pu- the publicity tour. You don't have to do any- you don't have, to have anything to do with it. Right. You don't, have, you don't have to watch one. I didn't watch one second of that stuff. No interview with Oprah. I mean, if I watched it, I'd probably hate him. I didn't. Yeah. So I don't. Of course. So it's like just, whatever. Who cares? Just, just watch Suits. You'll love Meghan Markle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who was the main guy in that? The guy was cool as shit in that show. Harvey. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Specter. He was cool as hell. Yeah, that's not the guy she was with, but. No, not in the show. She was Mike something. 
Yeah, I don't know, Mike something. I watched, my wife watched it. I, I pop in here and there. It, was, it wasn't a bad show for Entertain. USA. Entertaining. Yeah, for USA, yeah. Mike, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was Mike, though. Yeah, so. I was, I, a, uh, I was a Lewis Lit fan, personally. Yeah, Lewis is fun. He's a fun character, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. just out in the open with what, like, a slime ball he was. Yeah, we, yeah it's, we appreciate that. As uh, as viewers, yeah, you don't don't hide don't hide your shame or <laughs> don't have any shame, and yeah. don't hide your scumminess. Um, yeah, so that's one. Kimmel and Rogers, <laughs> that was one of the feuds. Uh, the other one was this one's tough. These are two guys, two guys that I love. Uh, Jerry O'Connell and John Stamos going at it a little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I understand, you know, their um, whatever you'd like to call it, um, relation. They're Eskimo brothers. Yeah, a little bit. Of, yeah, a little bit of a love triangle situation. There's there's got to I don't I don't know. There's like a, a notch uh, uh, up from Eskimo brother because they're both like literally married the same woman. But for the sake, they're Eskimo brothers. Right, and she's a supermodel, uh, and they're both like Hollywood guys. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, I guess Stamos has a book. Which you're gonna read the Stamos book? <laughs> I'll, I'll read. Wow, it. your eyes lit up. Wow, if if we were televising this episode, you, your eyes lit up like I've never seen before. <laughs> well, I'm just John thinking about. Stamos I'm, book. I'm thinking about the stories that Stamos has. Like how how in depth does he get? Does he get some Aunt Becky shit in there? I didn't read it. Oh. All I know is the part where he talks about uh, Rebecca Romaine, uh, like destroying her. Basically, cheated on him and broke his heart, and he hated her and this kind of stuff. And he, he I guess, he went heavy on that in the book. And okay. Jerry O'Connell took a, took a, uh, exception to that in a very Hollywood way, uh, where he's just like he didn't he didn't warn us that this was coming out. <laughs> he didn't give us the heads up. And he, he's like, yeah. we found out like everybody else found out. <laughs> what you, I mean, I don't know. Is that re- is that really the right? Uh, I guess you probably should tell people when you're going to shit on them in a book. But I, don't know. I think that is probably the protocol. Right etiquette, right? I but, guess. I don't know. It'd be weird if. Well, I guess in Hollywood, it wouldn't be weird if he like reached out to his ex-wife all these years later and told her like, "Hey, you're in a book. Maybe that is the right protocol." Now that I think about it, have a PR guy reach out to their PR guys. Like, it's a little different. True, you gotta. You don't have to reach out directly, but so Stamos wrote a book. Was was Jerry O'Connell the dude that she cheated on? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. No, that's not what I read. I didn't read who it was, but it didn't make mention like she fucked Jerry O'Connell behind his back. Imagine the confidence you have to have to follow Stamos. That is just, I mean, Jerry, Jerry, hey, O'Connell can do it. He can pull it off. He's a cool dude. He is a cool guy. He's one I mean, of the cooler dudes out there. Stamos is just like, that's, that's, that's a good looking man, Stamos. He's just mercy. Yeah. <laughs> just, you gotta that's that's uh you gotta be comfortable with yourself to follow John Stamos. Stamos is married now, right? I don't know, man. He's he feels like one of those guys that just like I don't know, kind of just like floats around. 
Bachelor for life now? I mean, I'll look it up. Uh, oh, maybe I guess he is. Caitlin McHugh. He married in 2018. How much younger is she than him? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a good 20 years, if I had to guess. Oh, 23 years. She's 37. That's a very good 23. Very good 20 yep. years. There you go. All right. Not yeah. bad. So they're going at it a little bit. Um, Stamos got a DUI recently. Is that recently? Right? Uh, it might not have been recent. It says John Stamos says after DUI hospital stay. He drank a bottle of wine just to forget. That makes sense. If he went home and did it. Well, he got a DUI, went to the hospital, then went home and got drunk again? Yes. And then <laughs> and then he entered rehab. Oh. <laughs> he did it the right way then. Well, yeah, if you're going to go to rehab, you got to have a little party, right? If you're going to do it that way, you should have a little party before you go. Yeah, he's like, when I did get the DUI, I came home from the hospital that night. I sat down. I drank a bottle of wine just to forget what just happened. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then with the rehab rehab two days later. Oh, this is from his book. <laughs> wow. All right. In his debut memoir. You can't. You would have told me. You can't. You can't wait to read this book now. I've been this... read this article. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the stories you hope for. The DUI came in 2015, and it was as he began filming my big fat Greek wedding too, which I I did not realize he was in. Uh, yeah, I think there's like a third one already too, which is crazy. Is it like the kids are getting married or something? I, I do not know. I don't know the synopsis. I haven't seen the second one either. So. He went on Mayim Bialik. Is that Blossom? He went on her podcast and talked about the uh, ah. the show or the uh, book. Ah, okay. How do you choose what podcast to go on? If you're not going on like the big ones, how do you fucking choose? It's all about who you know, who you have a relationship with, maybe. Blossom, they're probably both like, I don't know, TJF at the same time. They go back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the best I got. Uh, all right, the other feud. This one's great. This we stay in the '90s TV here. Okay, it's your boy Ian Ziering. Oh, I saw this. This I saw, and some bikers, which is a little bit of a misnomer. Yeah, I don't even like calling them bikers. But I kept reading Ian Ziering takes on bikers. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm thinking like the Hell's Angels, and it was like some dudes on mini bikes. It was like <laughs> the road, the the road takeover people. Right. So what? So it wasn't. But he kept saying bikers. And I'm thinking like guys in Harley's, uh, no, in like leather jackets, pounded them. And it was like his kid too. Like he's got a 12 year old daughter, which is terrifying to have that kid there. People are fucking lunatics. But he fought him off. Unscathed, that was the word. He was un- came away unscathed. I saw the video. You saw the video? I didn't see the video. No, I couldn't. It wouldn't work at work, so I haven't uh, done it. Is he it cra- moves moves pretty well for a 59-year-old. Yeah, he's in good shape, they said. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, looks pretty good. Awesome. Steve Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, he got some props from, uh, oh, shit. One of the guys from the show, I don't know who it was. Brian Austin Green. Well, yeah, I mean, one of them's dead, Luke Perry. 
Yeah, that was easy to eliminate. Yeah, he didn't Jason Priestley, probably not. So yeah, Brian Austin. Green. I don't know. If Jason Priestley isn't that big to not make mention. Yeah, I could see him just not saying. I don't see Jason. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you know, you're thinking of Jason Priestley. You know, 25 years ago, you're not thinking of Jason Priestley now. No, because I never thought Jason Priestley was that cool. I was always a Luke Luke Perry guy, Dylan McKay. All right, all right. You had to you had to be either Dylan or uh, I forget Brand Brandon. Which one's Brandon? Huh? Jason Priestley. Oh, it's Priestley. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I wasn't a big 90210 guy, so I don't have a favorite. Yeah. Brian, Steve Sanders was like the jock, kind of like stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brian was, Austin Green was a DJ. <laughs> wasn't he like younger than everybody? Wasn't he like a freshman? Everybody was. He might have been. He like looked younger than he. I think in real life he was younger than everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. About I get picture him. I get picture him on the show. He just looks like a baby face. Oh, huge baby face. Yeah, huge baby face. Him and Tori Spelling. They were the they were the thing on the yeah, show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know he was the DJ because <laughs> that's like in the in the in the, what you call it, the theme song, right? Oh yeah. I mean, he yeah. was like he was DJ Paulie D before Paulie D. That's all he wanted to do was spin it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Is that the last feud? That's the last feud. Yeah, that was it. They're eating zeering in the bike in the mini bikers. Yeah, check out that video. I, when you brought up the internet or whatever you brought up at first, Twitter, social media, mm-hmm. the first thing I thought of was, did you see the guy who made the leap at the judge? Oh, wild. That shit was insane, man. Listen, that- I under- what he did was wrong, first of all, and it's a crime, which I'm sure he's a criminal, so he was there for a reason. Right, now he did a second crime, at least a second crime. With that said, what an athletic! Oh, he needs to be on Ooh. special. Te- he needs to be on special teams for when he seems going to the playoffs. Yeah, he's blocking a kick. You get him on special teams. He's blocking a kick. I mean that lunge, and then like he had such a small window to get at her, and he just like he and he connected. Like he cleared, he cleared the bench in the cleared the bench, and just it was a clean, crisp. Tackle. He's got uh, yeah. If he's not in special teams, he's got to be in the Olympics next summer. Olympics. We need him. Michigan almost lost on Monday because of their special teams. They would have won by like thirty if this guy was playing. I mean that tackle was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's still maybe like, eligible. And you see, like the guy hitting him, trying to get him off. No, like, I didn't even see that. Like the worst punches. Like why? This guy's a security there. Like how? Who taught you to punch? Well, it's got to be like a bailiff, right? There's got to be there's got to be like a ton of security. There's a few guys. Out. There's a few guys on him, but there's this one guy. So like, he went at the jump, jumped over, got the judge, and like to the right of where the judge was is where they got this guy. And one of these goofs was like hitting him, but he was like hitting him like you would hit your older brother, like fists, like you know, bottom of your fist. And he's like trying to punch him, like regular punch him. And he's kind of raining, like doing the drums on his. Head or back, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it's not a very good, not not very good technique. That guy needs to go to training today uh, to learn how to save the next judge that gets attacked. I don't yeah, want I'd that be guy. So mad. I'd be so mad if I was a judge. Yeah, what's like, going how on? did that happen? How did, yeah, get me some blockers. Yeah, 
Yeah, really. Yeah. Looking Zach Wilson over there behind the bench. Yeah. <laughs> seeing seeing ghosts out there. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, that, that shit was wild. Yeah, I did see that. It was just so clean and crisp. It was like a video game. Like how he cleared, well. Like, he cleared. He cleared the bench. There you call it. He cleared it. Midair. Full like he went sideways and cleared it. I mean, I don't know what he was going away for, if it was, like, life, but, like, he looked at it like, this is my last shot. Like, Yeah. Yeah, he like, went for it. It's not going to be that easy in prison, but, like, this is my last shot yeah. to take it out on somebody, like, in the system that's putting yeah. me away. Yep. Once I get inside, I don't know, it's going to be a little dicier. <laughs> All right, we got to take our break. We'll be back in a minute. All right. Uh, yeah, it is a little bit slow. These days, baseball hot stove is not even really heating up yet. Tough to get me going with a baseball hot stove. It's just disappointment after disappointment. Yeah, and nothing's really nothing's really happen, happening locally. I know, yeah. I'm a little tired of people getting crazy about Cashman getting Soto. Like he's gotten the like the big guys you're supposed to get, right? Yeah. Resigned judge, no brainer. Cole, no brainer, wanted to come here anyway. Soto, even people have been yelling for Soto for years. That's not how you make a team, though. Like those are guys you need, but I don't know. Gotta put put a real team together, put a cohesive team together. Then I'll get excited. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He's got six weeks. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. I'm sure he won't disappoint. He hasn't disappointed us recently, so I'm sure he no. won't disappoint. No, not not cash. Of course not. <laughs> They are like one of four teams to not have a signings offseason. Oh, really? Did we didn't just get a we didn't have like something going on? I thought we just I thought I just saw something like today. We I mean, claim- the Mets signed Bader. Oh yeah, Bader. No, the Yanks claimed Bubba Thompson. Sorry, that's uh, not a, that's not a signing. League. Not yeah. a signing. Yeah, claim is not the same thing. No, not not quite the same. Yeah. <laughs> I saw he batted 170 last year, and I'm not even sure that was at the big league level. Like that was like triple A. That was definitely not the big league level. I'm sure <laughs> she looked at his stats. You looked at Bubba Thompson's stats. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like your offseason is not very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just uh yeah, this is January. I don't I don't know to I don't know. What am I going to do with myself for the next few months after once football is over? Well, this, I mean, right now it's the calm before the storm. It feels a little dark and dreary because it's like week 18 is coming up and week 18 kind of – it kind of sucks week 18. Yeah, look, no Thursday night football, no Monday night football. And then – Two then Saturday games though. Yeah, we do have a 4.30 and an 8 – or 4 and an 8.30, whatever it is. We do That's have, probably the highlight of week 18 for me is you have – Two Saturday games. Okay, yeah. Well, not this week eighteen. You, you have you have a much more you have a much different your your holiday comes on Sunday night. I guess, yeah. Or oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Houston, Indy. Two two big games. Well, at least Pitt, Houston, Indy is a big game, uh, and Pittsburgh, Baltimore is a big game for Pittsburgh. Yeah, those are two. They made the right call. Those are the two right games to be Saturday. Those are two big games well, for three out of the four teams involved. Well, they gotta see. They 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 can't do stuff that 
like because like the Houston indie game is just win or in for both teams. Lose and you're out for both teams. I don't know no, if the winner is necessarily in. Is that right? I think it is. I know the loser's out. Loser's definitely yeah, loser's out. I think the winner, a- I believe maybe they are in, but I know the winner wins the division when the Jaguars lost Sunday. So the winner's okay. gonna be sitting there Sunday with a chance to win the division. That's I don't mind that. I would mind if they're sitting there with a chance to get knocked out of the playoffs. I would rather they played the same time as the other game then. Which I think they would do. I think they would do that. Yeah, but the Jaguars have to try either way in that game. Right. Because someone has to win Houston Indy. Right. Yeah. So I'd rather I, I think the Houston Indy game standalone makes sense. It's do or die. Win and you survive. Lose and you're out. And then Jacksonville has to try either way. So that's how they get away with not having to play it at the same time. That's fair. All right. Yeah, it works. That works. Like Dallas and the Dallas and the Eagles have to play at the same time. Right. They have to play at the same time. Right. Some yeah. other, I'm sure there's another scenario in there, other teams. Oh, like the NFC South teams all have to play at the same time. Mm, yes. Because the division's up in the air. Right, right, right. The crazy scenario is the Bill scenario. Right. Two two seater out is on the table. Is on the table. Yeah. They there's a lot a lot has to happen for that to ha- for that to be the scenario. But there's a chance where Sunday night comes around, the Bills win to the two seed AFC champions. They lose. They're not in the playoffs. Which is what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for there to be no safety net Sunday night. Right. But they, that for that to happen. They need a Pittsburgh W, which is possible. Yep. Baltimore sitting their starters. Mm-hmm. They need a Jacksonville W at Tennessee. Also possible. They're favored. Also possible. Yeah, favored by five and a half. And Houston Indy can't end in a tie. Which. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Which is. Likely. That's, that's a great. Yeah, very likely. Which is a crazy scenario to, to have, which would be incredible football on Sunday night. If, yeah, two seed or, or out. Yeah, Dolphins that's already what, clinched. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, the Dolphins have clinched. Right. If the Dolphins lose, they are locked into the six seed, going to Arrowhead. Right. Next Sunday. Great. That's Excited. terrible. <laughs> terrible scenario. <laughs> <laughs> if they win, two seed play, could be playing Buffalo again. Um, it could be like Jacksonville. It could be Pittsburgh. And just a couple of different teams in there. So it's a wide, yeah, it's a wide uh, range of scenarios there. Yeah. Yep. It's exciting times in the NFL. Gets hard. If you're, do you think Baltimore is making the right call, sitting guys? No, I never think it's the right call. I always think it's the wrong call. I don't think it's ever the right call. So, all right. So I went back and forth on this. Originally, I thought bad call, like pussy shit. But then I was like, do you really want to send out like Lamar and all your starters out there to play against the Steelers, like a big physical <laughs> team? Do you really want do you really want the Steelers to send you limping into the playoffs? So that's where I'm like, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, I see your point there. I just don't think it, it's I feel like it always backfires. 
Well, we'll I, see. I, I don't know. I'd have to see what they did two years ago. Or when was that? Three years ago? Was that the COVID year? It might have been three years ago when Baltimore was the one seed and they came out and played a flat game against Tennessee and got knocked out that Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Curious to see what they did, if they had it wrapped up in week 17 or 18, whatever it was that year, and see how they handled that last game. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. I mean, the benchings this week, I, I should have made a list of all of them. Um, yeah, there is. A th- it's, it's bad quarterbacks all over the place. If I had told you five years ago that two playoff-bound teams were going to be playing each other week 18, and it was going to be Carson Wentz on one sideline and Sam Darnold <laughs> on the other sideline, that would that would have made perfect sense to you. Been like, wow, those two guys panned out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it would, and you would have assumed it was uh, Eagles and Eagles Jets playing a Week 18 game. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but regardless, instead, Sam Darnold is in there for Mister Irrelevant Brock Purdy. And Carson Wentz is in there to protect Super Bowl champion Matt Stafford. Imagine yes. that f- five years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, those are yeah. It's a, that's a crazy statement when you add who they're filling in for. And then uh, Mahomes is sitting. I forget who's his backup. Uh, we saw him for a couple snaps this year. I'm thinking like Chad Henney, Tyler Thigpen, but those guys are long gone. Um, I don't know. There's a, yeah. Who, who else is sitting this week? It's a lot of quarterbacks sitting. Yeah. Oh, Flacco. Flacco sitting. Yeah, Flacco needs a week. I don't even know who their backup is either. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, whatever his name is. Is that his, like the no, shooting guard for the Mavericks? I think he's, he's a net. <laughs> Uh, he was a Maverick, but doesn't the, doesn't the Browns quarterback have a, a three names too? Yeah, Thompson, Dorian Thompson Smith. Right, that was close. Uh, who else is sitting this week? Big game in Lambeau. Justin Fields playing for his job. Yeah, I would guess so, man. I mean. That's oh, that is also a wild scenario too. Just the Bears having the first pick, having a franchise quarterback in there. That, I mean, nobody trusts. It sounds like, but also who you've put like your future in. Yeah. Um. Well, the 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 case for picking for moving on from Fields and picking a quarterback is you kind of start the clock over. Yes. Like Fields is eventually going to have to get paid. Yeah. If you cut ties with him, bring in a new guy, the clock kind of starts over. Yeah. But I don't know. There's no guarantee that either of these guys is going to be as good as Fields. That's... May or Caleb Williams. That's true. If like if anybody asked me my opinion on this, I'd give like the lamest, most like cop out answer. I'd be like, the GM has to get it right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. His job depends. Who are you? On. Like if he, if he moves on from Fields, 
and he drafts Caleb Williams and Caleb Williams turns into Zach Wilson, like you're fired. Uh, yeah. And if the alternate happens the where he hangs on to Fields, right? And Fields just continues to be like flashes, but not great. Mediocre and yeah. Caleb Williams, yeah, Caleb Williams gets drafted by like the commanders and they go 12 and four next year or whatever. <laughs> he's going to get fired as, you know, for that. So, yeah. I mean, the GM has to get it right. This is no why pressure. you get paid millions. Like, make no, the right call. No pressure. Yeah. Guys go to the Hall of Fame when they pick the right guy. They get they get bounced if they make the wrong call. It's like, yep. it's tough. I don't know. Better start watching tape. But I do feel like it's stupid. But if he beats Green Bay in Lambeau, just a team that's terrorized them for years, knocks them out of the playoffs, maybe they hang on to him. It would be a feel-good story for that franchise. I mean, and they finished well. They've had a like a Lions type of end to the season. Lions last year had a nice ending. Beat Green Bay in Lambeau. Maybe it's, they, maybe they're you know, same script, different team, different NFC North team. Mm-hmm. I kind of want the Packers in the playoffs, though. So I, I just, I want to see. I don't want the shitty Seahawks in. I don't want like a, a second NFC South team. I don't even know if that's possible, but I don't want that. Uh, who else is eligible? Is that it? Just give me Green Bay. Give me a live dog on Wild Card Weekend because the Rams are going to be a live dog. Mm-hmm. I know that already. They've you know they won a couple years ago. Stafford, uh, Cup is healthy, right? Nakua, like. They feel like a team. I don't think they're going to make a Super Bowl run, but they could beat somebody Wild Card Weekend. Make a little noise, like, yeah. And I feel like Green Bay is the same way. I don't want to see Geno Smith and Pete Carroll. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, we know what we're getting with those guys. Give me the Packers. Give me the uniform. It just carries more weight than the Seahawks uniform. Jordan Love. It's not even like stale ass Rodgers. It's Jordan. It's a new guy like trying to mm. prove himself. I want to see him. Yeah, in a wild card game, I want to see him go to Dallas or go to Detroit. See him scare somebody. And think about the Detroit scenario, dude. And they probably did get screwed in that Saturday night game. The tackle Dallas eligible. Game. Yeah, I still can't figure it out. But like, I don't know. I Rex Ryan was screaming about it. He had the players back, so he's killed the refs, which no shock there. Um, but think about Detroit scenario right now. The two teams that they're most likely to play, and this is like, what, 30-something years since they won a division? The two teams that they're most likely to play, one is the Rams. you got to go up against Stafford, right, mm-hmm. the guy you traded, and you have to basically justify the golf trade and win that game. You're, <laughs> you're favored. You're supposed to win that game. It's not even like, a, like Stafford comes in as a super team with the Rams. It's like a couple years after now, and you have to justify that trade and win that game. That's such a good like Saturday night game, Rams Lions. If that happens, does that? Ju- I don't know if it negates the trade if they lose. It doesn't look. No, good, the Rams. The Rams have already. They the, cashed the worst, in. The, the worst the Rams can do is push on that trade. No, Rams got what they wanted from that trade. Right, like even if Goff won a Super Bowl this year, it's a push at best. Yeah, yeah no, that was. Meant to be a win now thing, and they won now. 
Right. Yeah. So that's uh, team one that could play. Mm-hmm. And the other one's the Packers. And it's like, oh, the team that's been fucking winning that division forever. And now we have to go play them, the team that's mm-hmm. basically owned the division for the last, you know, 30 years, Hall of Fame franchise quarterbacks. Losing to Jordan Love, like, that's another like nightmare scenario. Why couldn't we have just gotten like a shitty Commanders team or fucking I don't know shitty Panthers, Cardinals, like see even Seahawks who have beaten mm-hmm. them? But like I don't know. That's to me. That's like Stafford going back there is just like oh fuck. You're just gonna be so tight if you're a Lions fan, and it's supposed to be like a celebratory first home playoff game since like 91 i think it is 92 barry sanders yeah i don't know who the fucking quarterback was on that team scott mitchell that's before scott mitchell that's how long ago that was wow i think scott mitchell was like 94 95 wow if i had to guess the starting quarter was eric kramer he was a bear right i feel like he was he's definitely a bear I don't think he was. Was he a lion or a Seahawks? I can picture him in silver and blue. I don't know if he's a lion or a Seahawk. Uh, why? I don't know. I thought you were looking, Who the I thought hell? That you're looking it up. No, I am. I was just stalling. Oh. Well, I'm actually looking up who started that playoff game for the Lions. Jeff uh, George. So last... No, he's a Colt. 1991 Lions. They were 12 and 4, won the NFC Central. They've never even won an NFC North. They won the NFC Central. (laughs) Wayne Fonts was the coach. RIP. I think he passed. Hmm. And they beat the Cowboys 38 to 6. They smoked them. And the starter was Wayne Fonts was the coach we established. (laughs) They lost at at Washington the following week. How hard is it to find the starting quarterback? Holy cow. It's fucking lagging. I mean, this is a really Barry Sanders team. It was Eric Kramer. Okay, all that, all that to confirm. All right, at least we know now. It was Eric Kramer. Okay, he was a bear and a lion. He was a lion first, then a bear. Eric the Ass Man Kramer. That's it. And that's the last home playoff game. Wow. Well, let's go. Let's make sure. Let's go to the next season just to be sure. Yeah, they went five and eleven the next season. It was. Well, I will get them next year. Don't worry about it. Oh, was just, that five eleven was a flash in the pan. Oh, wait we'll a minute. 93, sure. the, 93 may have been their last home playoff game. And they lost to the Packers. So there you go. You oh. got demons here. A lot of demons. Yeah, that would be a, a lot of a lot of scary scenarios for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Packers and Rams, That's those are tough. Uh those are live dogs. That's not push up. Eric Kramer also the starter in that game too. So there we go. Eric Kramer started the last two home playoff games for the Lions. All right. Well, there you go. There's your little uh, playoff preview here ahead of Week 18. Nice segue into our picks. 
our final picks of the season. Well, of the regular season, that is. Uh, last week, week 17, you took the collar in 0 and 3, drops you one below 500 for the season, 25 and 26. Colts game was such bullshit, but go ahead. It happens. I uh, went one and two. It's been my just my go to record. One and two. I love. I've been loving one and twos this year. Twenty twenty nine and two uh, for this miserable, not very good twenty twenty three season. Um, with that, we have week eighteen to look forward to here. A couple Saturday games, full slate obviously on Sunday, and I defer to you. Your first pick. The final weekend, final regular season weekend, this NFL season. All right. Pick number one. We're getting dirty right out of the gate. And we're going to Carolina. And we're going to take the Panthers getting four and a half. I've refrained myself from taking Carolina all year, I want to say. I don't know if there's one game, maybe. Maybe one game I've taken them. We'd have to go back and look. But I think this is the spot right here. Everyone's going to like Tampa Bay, right? Oh, it's winning in, right? Winning in. That's it. Mm -hmm. Carolina's live in this game. Baker Mayfield, his ribs hurt. Took a couple shots. This is Todd Bowles in a do-or-die game. Okay? Mm -hmm. We saw that. We saw that uh, Fitzpatrick game in Buffalo years ago when they were supposed to they win and they're in the playoffs Fitzpatrick threw three picks okay so we've seen Todd Bowles in this spot before I don't love it I think Carolina plays spoiler I think Carolina gives them their best shot Carolina wins on the field I like Carolina getting four and a half pick number one nice and done all right good first pick uh yeah all right I'm gonna go to let's see. I got a couple ideas on the on on board here. I'm gonna go to one of the games that means something here. I'm gonna start on Saturday, eight o'clock. Houston, Indy. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not underestimating Houston here. Uh, I think I think this is a team that they want in the playoffs. NFL wants Houston. They want C.J. Stroud in there. They want a they want a young up and coming team in the playoffs. And I think it's I think it's just what the NFL wants. I'm with Rodgers there. I think I, 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 Rodgers says that there's a conspiracy. You could tell who's going to be in the Super Bowl based on the logo uh, of the Super Bowl. You could tell who's going to be there. So Rodgers said that? Yeah, so Ravens, San Fran this year. You heard it on Pat McAfee's show first. He said the last two <laughs> years it worked out. Uh, I think here they want Houston in the playoffs. I don't think they want Indy. So give me Houston minus one uh, to start off my picks for this week. Okay, I thought about Indy in this game. The spread scared me off, though. I don't, I, I don't understand why Houston's laying a point on the road. I think this is this is like a Houston. Uh, this is a Indy, like minus one and a half, minus two spread. Why is Houston better than Indy? Gardner Minshew is good at home. Uh, I, I think I think they see what I see. The NFL wants certain people in the playoffs. They don't want. They, right. don't want, they don't want Minshew in the playoffs. I want to see Minshew in the playoffs. You do. When I, if CJ Stroud's so good, we're going to see him for years to come. Minshew, this might be 
first and only shot. Fair. All right. That's fair. Pick number two. Uh, where are we going? You know what? Um, this may backfire, but the Minnesota Vikings were so bad on Sunday night. Have they named the starter for that game yet? Not that I know of. Because that's going to depend on who I pick. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going with the Lions laying three. I think because of what happened Saturday night, them getting uh, you know, screwed against Dallas, I think Campbell's going to just like there's going to be no resting starters. I think he's going to go into this game just wanting to send a message and wipe that bad taste out of his mouth, out of the whole team's mouth. I think they're going to look up at the scoreboard. Well, no, actually, no, I take that back. I like this pick even more now. Detroit's playing at one, I believe. Detroit is playing at one, yes. Okay, so they're technically – see, they need Dallas and Philly to lose in order to get the two seed. But, I mean, they technically are going to be playing this game thinking it's possible that they're the two seed. Very unlikely that Dallas and Philly both lose, but – I don't. I just don't see them resting guys unless, like, the game, you know, that they they go behind 10, 14 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to play this game normal. And Minnesota was just, I mean, dreadful. That quarter. I don't know why they started that quarterback, that fifth rounder out of BYU. It didn't really make much sense. Um, so maybe this is a sucker line, but I'm taking the Lions minus three because I just think they're going to play a normal game. I don't see them resting. Maybe like they're up ten and they're like, ah, whatever. But I still, I still just this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be a case where like the starters are pulled in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Lions minus three. Okay. Oh god. Sorry. Oh my god. Dropping my equipment over here. All right. All good. Um. Okay. All right. Let's pick a couple teams that are not going anywhere. Okay, we got a matchup on uh, Sunday afternoon. Two teams dead, not going anywhere, both going downhill. Starting with the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Oof. Broncos eight and eight, Vegas seven and nine. It's just a matter you got to find the team who wants who wants it more. Who do I suspect is going to come out with a little bit of something to prove? Um, who's doesn't care about their standings? I think. In my mind, the Vegas Raiders want to play for Antonio Pierce. They want to come out. They want to give him a good, a good finish to his season. Uh, maybe that gives him a shot next year uh, to be the full time. If not with Vegas, some someplace else. You know, he could be he could be highly sought after. Possible. He did, he's done a nice job to this point. Defense has played great. Denver, on the other hand, like they're locked up with who they have. Right, like they're not going. They're not. They, they have nothing to prove. They have no reason to go out there and prove it. So it's this is this is a gut this is a gut game, Vegas minus two and a half. Give me the Raiders. Raiders are home. Yeah. All right, pick number three. I can make a case for a lot of these games. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna go to the Meadowlands. 
I'm gonna take the take the Giants getting four and a half against Philly. Philly is just terrible. They stink. The Giants also stink. But this is where like week 18 you start playing those like these these gymnastics in your brain. Eagles and Cowboys are gonna be playing at the same time. I've already read stuff that like Washington's gonna bench guy because Washington, why would you want to play spoiler? You're only playing your division rival. But like they're gonna like the veterans want to rest in that game or whatever. Like that that's just like dead. That's the most dead team in the league, Washington. Like Carolina's got more heart than Washington. Washington is just dead. Rivera's gone. Um, they seem like a team like I don't believe in really teams tanking, but mm-hmm. it feels like Washington's just like packed it up, mm-hmm. like they're finished. Um, so I think at some point. I should be taking Dallas. I'm making a better case for Dallas than the Giants. Uh, but I don't want to lay 13. Uh, I think at some point, like, Philly's going to look up and see Dallas up big. And, like, Hurts is coming out of the game. They're just going to pull guys. And I think it's going to be uh, – it'll still be, like, a close game. But I just think – I think Dable's going to play hard like he had him against the Rams. They're going to try and win this game. And the Eagles are going to end up pulling guys because the Cowboys are going to be up big. So this is a little bit of, like – you know, mental warfare I'm playing with myself here, but I think I think I have this right. Now, if the Cowboys game is close, then I would like a mulligan, which I'm not going to get, but I'll take the Giants getting four. Now, I think they're going to end up winning the game just because the Eagles aren't going to care by the third quarter. Right, yeah. Right. And they stink. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, all right, game number three for me. Jesus, where do you go from here? Um. I, uh, I'm going to Sunday night. Buffalo, okay. Buffalo probably playing for their lives. Definitely playing for seeding. Um, I'm taking the Bills. Don't love what I've seen from Miami. Um, I have not seen really Tua in a big spot. I've not seen this team perform in a big spot. Uh, the Bills, this is what they live for. I mean, they've ramped it up the past few weeks, the past month. Uh, give me the Bills minus three. Simple as that. Yeah, the, the whole Dolphins team's on IR. It's insane. Yeah. And I, looked, I looked at the Bills. House is burning down. Yeah, Pets' heads are falling off. It's out yeah. of control. <laughs> uh, and I looked at the Bills injury report to be like, they got guys injured, right? And it's like, no one. And the Dolphins have like 28 guys in the injury report. So uh I don't have yeah, I don't have much confidence. There you have it. And then Arrowhead and that, yeah, all right. Oh, to uh, recap. Yep. Lions minus three. Panthers getting four and a half. Giants getting four and a half. All right. Yeah, the Houston minus one, Vegas minus two and a half, Buffalo minus three. There's your picks. Right down the line, we got a few minutes to go down the line here. Pittsburgh, Baltimore on Saturday afternoon. Pittsburgh, four-point favorites. Baltimore benching everybody. Is it just take Pittsburgh and and hope that the, the backups don't surprise you? I don't know. I mean, you're laying four with Mason Rudolph on the road. I'd be very tempted to take the Ravens. I, I Harbaugh's going to try and win this game with his backups. He's not going to mail mm-hmm. it in. True. All right. Tyler Huntley could win this game. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be careful because people like Tomlin's, you know, uh, his mo past few years, like 
watch Tomlin as a dog. Mm-hmm. This is Tomlin as like a road favorite now in the spot. I'd be a little worried about taking the Steelers here. Fair. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. New Orleans is three point favorites. I almost picked this game. I like Atlanta. I just I don't like New Orleans. Although New I don't Orleans. like New Orleans, I think Atlanta could actually steal this division at eight and nine. All if right. the Panthers win, like how I picked it, I think mm-hmm. the winner of this game wins the division. Mm-hmm. And you like Atlanta. All right. Atlanta, Philly, round one. Saturday afternoon. Oof, that'll be afternoon for sure. Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, your seven-point favorites. I mean, I, I don't know. No Flacco. The Browns aren't trying. The Browns are going to be in that Saturday 4.30 game, I think, because they're playing the AFC South. All right. You could almost lock them in. I think that might be a Peacock game. Okay. Browns-Jaguars, Browns-Colts, Browns-Texans. I don't know how you bet this game. Like, the Bengals are laying seven for a reason, but, like, are you going to lay seven with the Bengals? You're harder than money? I don't think so. Nah, don't bet that game. You're crazy if you bet that. I don't even want to give out a play. I don't want to influence our that's, that's a stupid that's a stupid game to bet. <laughs> uh ja- Jacksonville five and a half point favorites uh over Tennessee at Tennessee. I think Tennessee's live in this game. I could be I could be a little uh misled or what's the word I'm looking for? Too heavily influenced by Vrabel's press conference this week. Like someone asked him about, I forget what they asked him about. He was like, losing fucking sucks. I think they asked him about trying to win this game because it didn't mean anything. And he was like, you know why? Because losing sucks. That's why I'm going to try and win. I was like, all right, Titans. Jacksonville's limping and then limping in here. It's it's tough to tough to really get behind him. Yeah. The devil's yeah. advocate would be Tannehill. That's, that's what trumps all those good feelings. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Minnesota, Detroit. We did Jets at New England. New England, one and a half point favorites here. Um, maybe. New England. I don't. I don't see how you take anyone but New England. <laughs> well, right? Why was Belichick's why last game? Belichick's last game against the Jets. He's going out with the bag. He's gonna crush him. New England somehow. I wouldn't even overthink that. New England. Uh, Chicago Green Bay. We talked about ahead of this. Green Bay's favored by three. Fields playing for his life. Uh, Green Bay playing for I'd leave Green Bay, yeah. Dallas, 13-point favorites at Washington. I I think you just take Dallas or nothing. I'm not saying take Dallas because, like, it would be the most Dallas thing ever for them to get caught in a tight Maybe. game. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're betting this game, you're taking Dallas. Yes. Um, Kansas City. At the Chargers, Chargers three and a half point favorites. Yeah, I mean it's another game. I don't know why you'd bet it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Know, you're not in this to, to bet backups, unless you're crazy. You're a great handicapper. Then you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Rams are at San Fran. San Fran are four point favorites. <laughs> I mean, take your pick, Wentz or Darnold. We already covered it. <laughs> I'm tempted just to take the points, Rams. On my six degrees of the NFC West method, it's the Niners, but I feel like I have to throw that out when you talk about two backup quarterbacks with nothing to play for. Yeah, you can throw it. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I, but again, it's another game. 
there's no reason to bet it. It's gonna be a it's gonna be like a scrimmage, like a dress rehearsal. <laughs> Don't bet that game. Seattle is at Arizona. Seahawks are three point favorites. Last game on the list. Man, I don't know. Kyler's looked pretty good. I kind of like Arizona. Yeah, let him do his thing. Take him and, and hope for the best. Hope for good Kyler one last time. That's another pick. I'm not endorsing it, but I kind I you could talk me into Arizona. You can talk yourself into Arizona by Sunday morning. Yeah, probably. I think I'm. I, I think I just talked myself into him Thursday night. <laughs> Gannon has him. The coach has him playing well. The, the guy from they got the, from Philly who was a mm-hmm. nerd. Yeah, shooting lasers. Beat. They win at Philly. They want to end on a high note. He endorsed Kyler this week. He was like, he's our quarterback. Which that could change by draft in April. Yep. But yeah. And I don't I I I never like Seattle really. No. Let's get Seattle out of the playoffs. Do us a favor, Kyler. Get Seattle out of the playoffs, please. That yeah, we could give Green Bay the safety net. You know, I think I think they could make it if they lose, but get Seattle. I don't need Seattle in there. Yeah, we don't need to see Geno Smith. You don't want to see Seattle at Dallas or Seattle at Detroit. Oh, we don't need to see that. No, we've seen enough. We 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 got our we got our fill of Geno. It was a feel good story for a while. We're done with that. That's it. Oh uh, yeah. So that's it, man. What do you what do you we got? We have nothing tonight. Friday, Saturday football for. Oh, we have a. Uh, Possible snowstorm here in the Northeast. People are freaking out about it. It's probably going to be nothing. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Like, I, I, I see stuff on Twitter. I'll see stuff on the news. But then, like, I look at the actual Doppler or the actual, like, I'll, like, Google weather in my town, and it's it doesn't look like anything. Oh. Wait, what, what do you use for weather? Google. Just Google it and see? Yeah. Google until, and pray. It's not until uh, Saturday, though. I have Sunday here, a little mix. We uh, we took the step where we're, we we went from like a brisk cold to like bitter cold today. I felt it first time. I felt it on my bones this year. Well, not this year, this season. Yeah, I, I grilled. I grilled tonight, so yeah, I felt it a little bit. Mm, nice, yeah. I was barefoot. Okay. I like rolling in this cold. That's a nice job by you. Barefoot's a little nuts, but good job by you anyway. Uh, yeah, I got uh, one three inches of snow expected. And people, oh, at work, okay. pe- people at work were like, well, I might, we might be stoned in on Monday. I'm like, I don't think so. That's not how it works. We're in fucking Connecticut. One to three snow. inches? They're already yeah. taking the week off? Yeah, I know. Like, we're not snowed in. Like, relax, guys. Relax. I don't think you guys know what a snowstorm is. You guys forgot from last year. All right. That's it. We're out of time, man. Good show, man. Uh, the drop starting on Showtime Extreme right now, if, you, if you're if you interested. Have a great fucking uh, week, weekend, everybody. Thank you for spending time with us, as always. We'll see you on Monday. And what do you got? Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Enjoy week 18. We'll be here Monday to uh, break down week 18, and we'll preview wild card, super wild card weekend. The drop, Until then. The, the drop, big, big football movie.